Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, and welcome to Congressional Talk Podcast. This is episode 122. And I was talking to Dr. Matthews, Dr. Leslie Ray Matthews. But uh, first, I would like to just thank my sponsor, Head Check Health. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To run organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. And I would also like to to ask any advertisers or sponsor, potential, potential sponsors to uh, just contact me via my website, www.concussiontalk.com and uh, follow me on social media at Concussion Talk, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I'm on ACAST now, so you can, you know, so it's a good program, good host, my hosting service. And uh, now uh, for the do, I'll talk to Dr. Matthews about brain injury and vitamin D. So it's a it's a full podcast, just me, interesting, very interesting thing. So because Dr. Matthews is an expert in brain injury, brain injury, traumatic brain injury, and vitamin D. And he will tell us, first of all, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Dr. Matthews. Thanks for having me, Nick. And uh, I guess, first off, I guess, I guess, because you can do a better job than I can, introduce yourself and tell you, tell people what you think are the important aspects of your medical career, medical background. Okay. My name is Dr. Leslie Ray Matthews. I'm a retired trauma critical care professor at Morehouse School of Medicine in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm originally from Indianola, Mississippi, which is B.B. King's hometown. I went to University of Mississippi undergrad, graduated cum laude with a degree in chemistry. I went to University of Mississippi Medical Center in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, where I got my MD degree. I then did my uh, general surgery residency at Morehouse School of Medicine in Atlanta, Georgia. I did my trauma critical care fellowship at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. After that, I was on staff at Rochester, Minnesota Mayo Clinic for two years as a senior associate consultant. 
Then I left there and came to Morehouse, uh, returned to Morehouse, that is, uh, where I was a professor of surgery for 14 years, and I retired December 31st of 2019. That is a very impressive, very impressive background. Um, so I guess this is this about just practices about concussion and brain injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assume, assume trauma at uh, Mayo Clinic the very first came across brain injury and your and your interest your 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 deep interest in brain injury. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, um, all the traumatic brain injuries uh, that got admitted to the hospital came to the trauma service. They did not go to the neurosurgical uh, service because they are consultant service. So they would consult consult them on the patients. And if they needed to go to the operating room and have a hole drilled in the head or have any surgery, they would do the surgery and we would take care of the patients. But I began to notice that we were having a lot of patients that were just in the hospital for months and months on end. And uh, their mental status was not improving and they were in the hospital and then most of them ended up in nursing homes. So I said, there has to be something that can be done to help these people. So I started researching vitamin D back in 2002, 2004. And uh, I had said back in medical school when my professor said that you have to eat three meals a day, I said, you can't eat three healthy meals a day because only 10% of vitamin D comes from your diet. 90% of vitamin D comes from the sun striking your skin. I said, I'm going to prove this one day and I'm going to be famous for vitamin D. And uh, so I kept my promise from medical school. So once I got situated, I started researching vitamin D uh, heavily when I got to Morehouse. And then we began to notice that uh, we gave all our patients and tested vitamin Ds on all our patients. 98% of our patients in sunny Atlanta, Georgia, were vitamin D deficient. Even though... Yeah, even though there's plenty of sun, most people do not go outdoors due to air conditioning. We all wear a sunscreen, which blocks 98% of vitamin D production and or wear long clothes like in the Muslim population where they don't have any skin exposed. So it's a worldwide problem. Half of the world's population is vitamin D deficient. So that is a pandemic within itself, vitamin D deficiency. So yeah, before we can correct all these uh, pandemics that we're going to have in the future, we need to correct the vitamin D deficiency pandemic. That will strengthen your immune system. Getting back to ICU patients, we began to notice after we started, uh, well, I pioneered a high dose vitamin D using the 50,000 uh, plus for ICU patients. We began to notice that these uh, traumatic brain injury patients were all waking up. And uh, these were patients with severe brain injuries, with holes in their head and or having their skull cut off and stuff. So they started waking up and most of them, you know, returned almost back to normal and went to rehab versus going to an inpatient uh, uh, rehab facility or hospital. So uh, we formulated a formula and uh, a protocol for treating these traumatic brain injury patients and stuff. So we dropped the mortality rate for our traumatic brain injury patients with the severe injuries from 11 percent down to 6.6 percent. That's a big and, Yeah, and most of these were patients that uh, the family basically withdrew support on. And so from there, we went you know, wherever to uh, later after we perfected this technique, uh, I obtained a patent uh, for vitamin D with traumatic and treating traumatic brain injuries. And I was awarded a patent in December 10th, 2019. And the patent people normally say it takes about 24 months in the United States to get a U.S. patent. I was awarded a patent in 18 months. 
for this vitamin D traumatic brain injury. And they said it was a novel new treatment for traumatic brain injuries. Wow. That's, that's, that's what I was saying to you. We were talking briefly before the podcast. And I was saying to you, I started taking vitamin D not for my brain injury, which I suffered in mm-hmm. 03, but mm-hmm. for my cancer, which I got in 2017. And, uh, but can you, you, and I heard you on another podcast talking about uh, how vitamin D is actually, and you mentioned it before the podcast, there are podcasts too, that vitamin D is actually a hormone. So yes. uh, you just please just, I guess, just introduce, reintroduce people to, vitamin D or what they think of as vitamin D and how it actually hormone. Okay, actually, Nick, uh, vitamin D or hormone D was discovered actually 100 years ago. And however, at that time, they had vitamin A, vitamin B, and vitamin C. So the next substance that they discovered, they just named it vitamin D. So 100 years ago, they didn't have the advanced technology and quantitative chemistry and the things that we have to uh, determine that it was a hormone. So in the last 15, 20 years, uh, we notice it's a hormone. There are receptors for vitamin D on every cell in your body, basically. So people are like, okay, this thing is, is uh, uh, spread it over all over the body and uh, it, it works like a hormone. A hormone is different than a vitamin. A vitamin is like a spark plug that makes a reaction go at a faster temperature at your normal body temperature at 98.6. Then as it raises temperature, then it keeps your body temperature the same. When you eat, your body temperature does not go up to 105, it stays at 98.6. So that's what vitamins kind of do, like spark plugs in your car. You'll make that reaction go and stay at the same temperature. Hormones are different. They work in your bloodstream and then they affect a lot of different organs in your body. For example, testosterone is a male hormone. And when a kid gets to be about 13 or or hits uh, puberty, the voice gets deeper, start getting facial hairs, muscle growth. And so uh, then you become fertile. So it affects a lot of different organs or systems in your body. So vitamin D does the same thing too. So it basically affects every organ and every tissue in your body. Then there are receptors for for hormone D all over your body. So it has several different areas that it affects. It's an anti-inflammatory agent. So where you have swelling in the body, it decreases the amount of swelling. Okay. It's an anti-inflammatory agent. So that would be very important in the brain. So yeah. if I have something that that's what's the problem in brain injuries is a swelling of the brain that causes the abnormal function. Yeah. So if you can get that swelling down, you decrease the swelling in the brain, you keep those neurons alive. Instead of dying, these neurons are able to survive and recover. And uh, then they get remyelinated also. You have myelination, uh, which is a healthy sheet that cover the nerve uh, axon. Then yeah. actually it's an anti-inflammatory agent also. So it decreases chronic inflammation. Acute inflammation to a surgeon is good. That's how wounds heal by acute yeah. inflammation. Okay. Chronic inflammation can cause cancers, organ damage, and organ destruction. So vitamin D or hormone D, it decreases all the inflammation in your brain and the swell. So a combination of those two things, now these neurons are surviving instead of dying. And then, so if you can sustain this person, they can recover um, from these injuries. And most of those neurons can regain or or you can regrow new neurons. There's also a nerve growth factor also. So what hormone D does is it stimulates the brain cells to produce new nerve growth uh, uh, cells or it produces a nerve growth factor to help the brain replenish or regrow itself. So it does multiple different things throughout the human body. Yeah. 
Yeah, so those are just some of the things that it does. Wow. Uh, so this is a, there's a it's not again, it's not so it's not it's not really a vitamin. It's a it's a, no, it's a, it's a hormone, hundred percent hormone. But there's no hormone name for it. It's just vitamin D. Well, we and, should uh, be calling it hormone D versus vitamin D, D, but but it's been called vitamin D for hundred. No hormone A, B, or C. So how we did they get no. it? No. Um, no. So, like I said, I'm taking vitamin D now, but I'm taking a vitamin D3. And, uh, mm-hmm. What's the difference between vitamin D3 and vitamin D? And also, I heard you talking to other pockets about vitamin D2, which is plant based. Yeah, that's a great question, Nick. Uh, most people don't understand. Like you said, vitamin D2 is plant based, vitamin D3 is animal based, it's made from lanolin of sheep mostly. And the thing is, we're animals. We're at the top of the animal world. So, uh, of course, so vitamin D3 is going to be 87. You have an absorption capacity of 87% greater with vitamin D3 than vitamin D2. So if if you put the same patient uh, on vitamin D2, it's going to take longer for his vitamin D level to get up a lot longer. And because uh, it's absorbing 87% less. So you don't absorb vitamin D2 because we're not a plant, we're animals. And so we need vitamin D3 because it's animal based. So you would have to basically, basically double your vitamin D intake to get the same effect? Um, you may and sometimes you D2 have to triple it. You may have to double it or triple it. And so there's no standard formula, but uh, I recommend people take vitamin D3 because that is a, the form that our body is used to. It can use that more and break it down faster. And then you can get your vitamin D levels up a whole lot faster. So vitamin D2 and 3 are the same, just vitamin D, that's vitamin, vitamin D and D3 are the same thing? Vitamin D and vitamin D3 is the same thing. They just sometimes, most people don't call it D3, they just call it vitamin D. Yeah, but vitamin D and D three is the exact same, and vitamin D two is a plant based. Okay, so it's only just those, just those two variations of it. Yeah, just semantics. Yes. Okay, right. Okay, I love <laughs> my, mom, my mother. Uh, really dyslexic when I get him to get under my semantics. Um, but uh, yeah, so you 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 are uh, obviously in the trauma trauma care consultant for trauma at at Mayo Clinic, and also I guess. Surgery at as well so at near pressure ship at Morehead. Um, so is it just is it severe traumatic? My my getting a lot of feedback from my microphone. But um, is it a is it traumatic? Is it traumatic? Severe traumatic injury that you find vitamin D three works or also mild traumatic injury which is concussion? Do you find the well, same? Is it the same effect? Uh, yeah, it's a continuation. Just think of uh, traumatic brain injury at the top. And then underneath traumatic brain injury, you have concussion, CTE, and yeah. traumatic brain injury. So it's just a continuum. A concussion is a mild traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Then you have moderate um, traumatic brain injuries. And then you have severe traumatic brain injuries where the person actually bleed into the head. Concussion, yeah. they may get, they get knocked out, but you don't actually see any blood or you don't see any major swelling. Mm-hmm. But there is inflammation. So inflammation is producing all three of them, the concussion, CTE, and traumatic brain injuries. And all of them are just variations or different severities of traumatic brain injury. So how is that? How is that? How does that how, there's not really a normal topic for me, CTE, but how would, how would uh, CTE benefit from vitamin D? Uh, because it's nothing but chronic inflammation in your head. It's like from yeah. football players or people that have been in accidents you get that injury and you have chronic inflammation that's constantly in your head. And what chronic inflammation does is 
it pokes little bitty tiny microscopic holes in your blood vessels. Oh, then wow. you start having protein leak out of those blood vessels called the tau protein. So the tau protein meant to be in the blood vessels and, and working inside and not outside the blood vessels in, in the brain tissue. So it's like having trash that begins to trash your brain outside the blood vessels. Oh, and then this trash causes all these signals to get contangled and called and confused up and stuff. And so you, then you start seeing all these symptoms of uh, various sorts like insomnia, mood changes, uh, people not being able to sleep and, and just all sort of anger management problems and uh, drug problems and stuff. So they start having symptoms when you get garbage. Just think of having garbage in your brain and you can't remove it. So chronic inflammation, that's what it is. Basically, garbage in your brain is hard to remove unless vitamin D does slow that process and remove the chronic inflammation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So when you, when you, uh, when you, te- you taught at Morehouse, and uh, mm-hmm. what, what would you tell your, your students? Would you, well, first of all, I guess, what subject, what did you teach? Do you have a specific, specific like, you, do, 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 you taught neurotrauma or you taught trauma or surgery? Or? Well, uh, actually, <clears throat> we did uh, emergency general surgery. Uh, like, uh, anybody come in at nighttime, we're on call with a bag, gallbladder bag, you know, uh, um, appendix, we would obviously take those out. We're yeah. trained trauma surgeons. So all the trauma, whether you had a fall or in a car accident or you shot or stabbed, all those came to trauma. So basically, um, trauma yeah. surgeons are probably your most versatile doctors. We have to be able to operate on anything Jack of all in the hospital. Jack of all trades, yes. Yeah. So so you and you taught your uh, your students, would you would you immediately teach them about because you were Constant vitamin D by this point, and you start teaching it at uh, Morehouse. 
did you bring how important of an idea it was? Did you? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, they used to, my residents used to tease me, and the medical students, they used to call me the vitamin D doctor. And uh, they would tease me up there. We get a trauma patient, they get a gunshot wound to the abdomen. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Matthews, we're going to put him on vitamin D after you operate and save your <laughs> life, you will. So, <laughs> so we had a protocol. We had a protocol is like where all the patients got admitted to the hospital. Uh, it was a standard protocol where they knew and, uh, you know, talking to the protocol. And so they knew that all patients when I was on service went on vitamin D. It was this automatic. Kind of, uh, so this, this, this kind of was like an answer earlier, but uh, you're, you're, you're a trauma surgeon. So how did uh, the, because as you said, like after you say, you know, saved their life for the other, so yes. oh, yeah. so it's not just the therapy, vitamin D is the therapy, it's not an acute no. solution. No, we would, so no, we, how yeah, did you get the interest? How did you get interested in, in therapy? Is that therapy of going D3 instead of going D instead of just as, as a trauma surgeon? Um, I began to notice that all my trauma patients, we cut our infection rate by 40%. Okay. Cut our mortality rate down to two, three percent. Patients were getting out of the hospital four or five days faster. Um, and over the 13 years that I was there at Morehouse, uh, we had zero lawsuits during that 13 year period. So, not a single lawsuit. Were my residents perfect? No, they were not. But with the patients getting out of the hospital four or five days faster, you have fewer chances to make mistakes on them. So and then the patients were not getting readmitted back to the hospital with infections and heart attacks and strokes and all that. So we were able to document that we cut all these and things and, and published papers on them also. So uh, this is published. If you Google my name, you'll find out many things, how we cut the hospital costs, hospital mortality, and the length of uh, hospital stay. So that saves hospitals a lot of money. Hospitals make more money when the patients get well, go home, and don't sue. <laughs> that's you know, serious. It's in the yes, it's different, different, good, a bit different medical system in Canada, but yeah, but I understand that, yeah. And uh, so, so you're so I know you, you're a consultant to so how is it? What is it? What is a trauma consultant for at the Mayo Clinic? You're so you're uh, you're a fellow, you did your fellowship there, yes, you did uh, two years, yes, trauma yeah. consultants, so they would uh, come to you after. I came on as a uh, junior uh, a surgeon in the department as a senior associate uh, consultant, which, you know, you're a trauma surgeon, basically. So we were taking, doing the same thing at Mayo Clinic. Uh, they have two hospitals and a total of like 2,000 hospital beds. So yeah. it's a pretty big place. So they have is, 66 yeah. different buildings. They employ about 50,000 people wow. at Mayo Clinic. You need a bus to get around the campus. It's so <laughs> big and so huge. So it's like a college campus, really. Right. And uh, so they have a, we had a trauma uh, critical care system at Mayo Clinic. You know, there are a few gunshot wounds, a lot of car crashes. Uh, people get stabbed and hurt and injured, just like they do anywhere else at Mayo Clinic. So I was on the trauma critical care service there. Um, you, so you, saw, you saw a bunch of brain injuries there? Uh, yes. I mean, anytime you got cars and people driving 70 and 80 and 90 miles an hour, you're going to have, you're going to see uh, traumatic brain injuries everywhere in the country. Every year in the country, approximately 2.8 million people admitted to the hospital with traumatic brain injuries all over the United States. Yeah. See, it's, a, it's an enormous number. People don't know about how big and how, how widespread brain injuries are. Yes. Until they suddenly thought, I didn't know anything about brain injury concussion until I woke up one day and I was uh, 
I was told I was brain injured and I was in a coma and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, what's what's going on? I had no idea. It took me a long time to even figure out what, what was going on. Yeah. And uh this is yeah. very devastating. It's devastating to the family, not only to the patient, but to the family. It because is because it requires a lot of care. It does and a lot yeah, of resources. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not it's not an easy thing for the family to deal with this. And no, as much as it's tough for the patient, but for the family and the friends, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Speaking of family and friends, uh, you you you're, uh, you you helped at a, 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 a I don't know if college high school high school student who's high school football player. Yes, you, yes. Development D three. Did you talk about that story? You uh, yeah. This kid uh, named Jordan. He back in 2020, uh, September 2020, 25th, 2020. Um, while at a football game, uh, there was a helmet to helmet contact. And so uh, almost 100% of these kids, if they do get hit helmet to helmet, they may have a concussion. That's it. And uh, yeah. so Jordan uh, sustained a hit to the head and uh, they took him into the locker room to do the uh, uh, concussion protocol. So they basically were following the rules. And then he passed out. So uh, after, you know, uh, so they airlifted him to Children's Hospital in Atlanta, scanned his head, found out he had bled into the brain stem. Whoa. Uh, the brain stem is the back part of your, your, your skull where your, your, your spinal cord meets the, your brain. Right. So this part of your brain is important for, because it controls your blood pressure, your breathing, and your heart rate. So oh, essentials, yeah. It's all the essentials for you to survive. So uh, this was a very unusual injury, number one, because it has never happened in the medical literature where a person survived or made it to the hospital alive. Yeah. Uh, because if you knock out the brain stem, that means you can no longer breathe, you have no blood pressure, and your heart stops. And so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so those three things you can't live without. No. And so in the past, even in car crashes or falls or whatever, anytime anybody got a brainstem injury, they were usually pronounced dead at the scene. And so up until Jordan's case, 100% of these patients died at the scene or they died shortly after making it to the emergency room, but none of them ever survived because like I said, you can't survive without heart rate, blood pressure, and uh, breathing. So by the grace of God, he survived initially. And so I got consulted. The mother and the aunt looked me up and found out I had done some research with traumatic brain injury. But we started Jordan on uh, the protocol that I had been using. And uh, he's in the hospital about uh, six months. And so he started you know, waking up and coming around. And then so he went to rehab for another six months. And so now he's at home. Uh, recuperating he actually his mental capacity is back 100 percent, so he can converse and you know he still has a trachea but he still can yeah. converse and, and talk with it he understands what's going on and uh, this kid is remarkable he's basically his right side is still a little weaker than the left side but he's playing uh, uh sophisticated video games that i can't play <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so he's back in school from home you know and uh, so he's doing homework and chemistry and other things like that so his mind is back but he still has a little weakness on the right side and so they're actually standing him up in the machines and, and teaching him how to walk again well, so he's he's come a long ways but you know he still has a little ways to go before he make it back to normal and look, I, I mean, that's amazing, though. As you're, oh, yes. you know, as oh, you're yes. saying that, uh, like the uh, finding D3D is not a common finding D3. 
but it's not going to make a difference. But vitamin D is not the one solution, but it's also once you have the surgeries and, and therapies, you can still save lives and stuff. But, so the therapy does, does, uh, does vitamin D3 add, add like to significantly to say physio? That's what I'm mostly focused on physiotherapy. So it would be an obvious. When uh, if you someone's not taking vitamin D and then D and then they start taking vitamin D, well, they're if they're doing physical therapy, well, that improve a lot, but a lot, we just say, or not a lot, I'm saying a lot, but but that improve by taking just adding vitamin D to your physical therapy. Uh, it has shown to help because uh, research has shown that if your vitamin D is level is less than eighteen nanograms per milliliter, your risk of death goes up. 30 percent from all causes just when you enter the hospital so if you enter a hospital and your vitamin d level you have a, a bad traumatic brain injury and your vitamin d level is five your risk of death goes up 30 percent just by having a vitamin d level less than 18 right so obviously you want the vitamin d a lot higher than 18 so yeah if you come in you have a heart attack stroke coronavirus uh, or any of these uh, uh, diseases, multisystem organ failure, whatever disease is, your risk of death goes up by 30% just by having a low vitamin D level. So actually, it's one of the cheapest things that I can do to decrease a person's uh, uh, mortality rate or chance of dying in the hospital just by raising their vitamin D level. Sure, vitamin D sounds amazing, Chad. So uh, as you were saying, we, we, we talked about Severe traumatic brain injury or traumatic, mm -hmm. but so concussions with that fall the same. Would you treat concussion? Obviously, you're saying it's not a continuum of mild to mild to severe, as in like you should treat, but would you treat a concussion with less? How much OMD would you give a concussed person? How much would you give a person just out of a coma? Uh, obviously, patients in the hospital are in a more critical condition, so they need a lot higher doses of vitamin D. And plus, when they come in the hospital, the first thing we do is put IVs in their arm. Yeah. So <clears throat> actually, that person is not the same person as they were walking on the streets. Mm -hmm. So once we give you all the fluids, you're about 30 pounds heavier. You know, you blow up like the Michelin man. So yeah. it's kind of like... Um, uh, using a bath, I used the bathtub and the sink analogy. If I put a drop of ink in a sink and a drop of ink in a bathtub, I do not have the same concentration of no. ink in the sink in the bathtub. So I have a greater concentration in the sink than I do in the bathtub. So the patient in the hospital with a traumatic brain injury on the ventilator is like the patient with the bathtub. So they're going to need a greater uh, amount or greater concentration of vitamin D to work for them in a life-threatening situation than a person walking around uh, that's healthy. So okay. we use the 50,000 I use on patients in the hospital. Uh, and uh, we, we give that uh, rapidly and we give it pretty fast. Yeah. Because uh, we have to get those levels up really fast in order to make a difference in your life. Because if you're trying to just do it like you do it in the outpatient clinic or a patient just going to see his doctor, you know, your patient's still going to succumb or not survive. So we have to do it uh, high doses rapidly and fast. So I pioneered the uh, multi-high dose vitamin D levels in ICU patients. Yeah. Oh, so um, I was going to show that. Uh, so uh, as I was going to say, I kind of almost forget, but also the brain injury information does three times. But is that, oh yeah, the uh, concussions are also obviously not not as well known. Like 
people know concussion and they've heard of brain injury, but mm-hmm. they don't really know is that they realize that the same thing. Yeah, it's on the same continuum. Just think yeah, of a yeah. concussion as a mild traumatic brain injury. That's all it is. Exactly. And that's what people people seem to seem to say, I don't know, brain injuries have concussions, just have a little bump to head from. No, it's not a bump to head. Exactly. Well, I was just reading a report the other day over 16 American uh football, NFL football players have committed suicide, and then they examined their brain and found out hundred percent of them had CTE. Yeah, so you get CTEs just from the concussion. So concussions can go into CTE, which alters and affect your life uh, up until that point. So uh, a concussion is never mild. So it's, it's just a mild form. Mild means that you don't have any blood in your head. Severe train brain injury means you have blood in your head. But both of them can be deadly. But the mild concussion can be deadly over a longer period of time. And then there's a it's a gradual, slow trajectory, whereas a, a acute traumatic brain injury or severe traumatic brain injury can kill you initially. I think that's So one is fast. Uh, the, the, the concussion is slow. It just kills yeah. you slowly if you have multiple concussions over a 30-year period. Because these football players, they've done these uh, autopsies on, they had the brain of 80 and 90-year-old people, and they were only 30s and 40s. Yeah. And whereas a, can, uh, a, a severe traumatic brain injury with blood in your head can kill you immediately. That's why you go to the surgery immediately with the neurosurgeons for that, to, to drain all the blood out your head. Exactly, yeah. So I think it's very important for people to remember that concussions are, just as they're called, something different. They are still traumatic brain injuries and they should yeah, be treated still a traumatic brain injury. Yeah, mild. Exactly. It should be recognized as such and treated as such. So, uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, as, as Dr. Matthews was saying, uh, this uh, the vitamin, vitamin D is a big boon to therapies and after, yes. of course, any emergency surgery is needed, but emergency yeah. treatment is needed. But vitamin D is very important to because, yes. yeah, I would say it's a breakthrough treatment for treatment of concussion, CTE, and then severe traumatic brain injuries, yeah, exactly. And all for all forms of brain injury, oh, yeah, all forms. So and it um, even works on strokes. Oh, even really? strokes. Yeah, yeah, because stroke is a brain injury where you have a ruptured blood vessel yes, and yes. you bled into your head and stuff. So we've had patients, geriatric patients on our service and that had strokes. And uh, we put them on high dose vitamin D just like we did to traumatic brain injury patients. And they made a full recovery with no residuals. Actually, I just have another question about the age thing. So I was going to say all ages, but you mentioned before, before geez, what was that? That was a weird the feedback from the mic, but um, uh, the, uh, you mentioned that when you're turning a male, for example, turns adolescent, that center vitamin D really takes off, that hormone really takes off. So, um, so is there is there benefits to teaching? I know you said treating people in their 80s and 90s with a stroke, but people treating someone who's say low, say 10, whatever, would that be different if they treat them? Um, well, being a, I'm an adult. A trauma critical care surgeon. So we didn't treat any patients under the age of uh, 14, 15. So okay. we have three pediatric hospitals in Atlanta within 25 miles of Grady. So all the pediatric patients uh, went to the pediatric hospital. Jordan Sloan, the football player, was telling you about his 15. Yeah. Oh, so I treated him with Josh. adult dosages. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, and that was, that was, that was obviously very good. So yes. Yeah. So it works on kids too. Uh, but, you know, since I don't work with babies and five-year-olds, you know, yeah. I hadn't 
figured out what dosage works best for them at that age and right. know, so it's based on their weight and size and stuff. So a pediatrician would know pediatric doses better than I would. Right. Okay. Well, still, it sounds like a, a great, uh, great treatment. There you jump. So, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Matthews, for, uh, thanks for having me. August and thanks teaching, enlightening me and everyone else about this, how important vitamin D is. And, uh, you might, where can people find out more about your work in vitamin D and just your, you in general? Uh, they can contact my, uh, agency through Quan. Uh, that I work for the Epi uh, Media Group uh, is the name of the agency that I work with. They can Google my name, uh, Leslie Ray Matthews, and on Google. I have a Facebook page, Leslie Ray Matthews. I have an Instagram page at Dr. Leslie Matthews. So they can reach me those three, four different ways. Uh, that's great. That's great. So, I mean, I've, I've obviously found all of those. That does, uh, mm -hmm. So it's already in a top tier. Media okay. so, so thank you again so much for doing, for doing this podcast and uh I thank mean you, just just uh, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. The music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.